What we think, we create. What we feel, we attract. What we imagine, we become. Welcome to episode two of The Naysayers. This episode will be channeled towards healing and manifestation. Let's get into it. I'm going to light some sage so we can clear our space. And I'm going to follow it with some Palo Santo for protection. So, when people hear, like, sage and Palo Santo, they automatically think witchcraft instead of spirituality. And that is, like, mind-blowing to me, but... You know, it does take doing the work and researching and understanding. And maybe someone taught you. My mom taught me. She broke down every aspect of everything I used on a day-to-day to keep me focused, to keep my head clear, to protect me, to suppress the anxiousness and I'm not even claiming that anymore. Let's be clear. But those are my tools that help me relax and focus up. Bet. So the first topic of the day is going to be healing. OMG. Okay. If there is no bigger challenge that I have, it's healing. Like, in my healing journey, I feel like I take one step forward and it knocks me 10,000 steps back, you know? And I just realized that when I partook in Shauna J, Virgo Chronicles, check her out, that's my friend, yes, she is, um, but I partook in a episode she shared about domestic violence and my boyfriend before my kid's dad used to abuse me. Um, and it was all the way around physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally, you name it, he did it. Okay. And In my mind, I thought that I healed from it. But the reality was that mentally, yes, I healed from it. Emotionally, I did not. I was still harboring those emotions that came with the thoughts of the situation happening. I can still feel it. And I tell you why. Because I broke down crying recording her podcast. I mean, snot nose, like crying. And it was at that moment that I realized that I was physically releasing those emotions to the universe. I could talk about it so many times with so many other people and not shed one tear. But now that I was talking about it to the world, for the world to hear, I cried so bad. And it was because I felt those feelings and I I relived it telling the story. So 
that was something that I haven't cried about since because I literally did the work. I did the mental work, the mental grounding. Like, wow, I thought this person loved me. But in all actuality, he probably did love me but didn't know how to show it. People grow up and be conditioned to turn into what they see. So if you grow up in a home where you see, for example, your dad beating your mom, you're going to be conditioned to know that, no, it doesn't feel good, but, okay, she's staying and enduring this, so this might be okay, depending on how young you are, okay? And I never grew up in a household like that. But I did see on one occasion where it got physical between a set of my parental figures, okay? And I thought, like, wow, that's what love looks like when you can't verbally express how you feel. So when it began happening to me, I thought to myself, Oh, he does love me. He just, he's having trouble, okay? And the actions are not okay, all right? And I had to sit down with myself and ask myself, like, is that what you want love to look like for you? And the crazy part is I was thinking when I was healing from it that it was just a one-shot deal with healing, and that's not how healing works. Healing is so repetitive, especially, especially if you don't get the lesson the first round. It's going to happen to you again, and it's going to happen in a, with a different person, maybe a different way, but it'll still have a root to the same problem, and you have to know when to leave. You have to know when to set that boundary, like, hold up, and I am not the strongest at setting boundaries. I really have to get fed up with an individual to put boundaries in play. And that is something I am working on actively as we speak. (laughs) But healing is really a day-by-day journey. And some days it's going to kick your ass. And other days it'll be easy-peasy. But you have to figure out what healing looks like for you. What tools keep you grounded. Are your chakras aligned? Are their chakras open? Okay? When you have something open for too long, it weighs on you. So you want to also take measures to make sure, like, okay, my sacral is aligned. My third eye is aligned. My crown is in place. Okay? My throat. That's my problem. My throat. I don't know how to shut up. That is the cause of most of my problems. My mouth. I don't know how to shut up. I always feel like I need to express myself at the worst times on top of that. It's it's like, come on, you couldn't pick a better time to do this. No, I couldn't. But I'm I'm learning. And my grandma, she gave me some advice and she was like, "Just shut the fuck up. Like, don't say nothing to nobody about nothing. Just shut the fuck up." And I literally took her advice and I like I don't even I don't even know the correlation to how fast tracked 
my healing's been since then. Since literally being quiet, I've been like healing peacefully, okay? It's not always peaceful, but I can always wake up and identify what emotions belong to me or does it belong to the trauma that comes with me, understood? So that that's where healing is. And I want to encourage you to stay on the path, no matter what it looks like, you know, as long as it's healthy, you get you some mantras to say every day, some affirmations, and you get to going. I am disciplined. I am disciplining trauma-free for my parents. I'm a mother. I mother a daughter, and I mother a son. So it's certain things, you know, in my upbringing that I can identify and see, like, nah, I didn't like how that made me feel. That wasn't healthy, you know, that it it was good in the moment for my parental figures to use, but now it's a different day and age, and I don't want my kids to grow up having to deal with trauma or, you know, lack of self because of me. I don't want that. That is not something that I want. So I make sure that in my affirmations, not only am I I upholding myself to it, but also asking God and the universe for techniques and easier routes to hold my children to it. Because children only mimic what they see. So... Yes, my child will walk up to you like, is that a crystal? Like, what kind of crystal is it? <laughs> She's three. Okay? I've been, I was gifted my first set of crystals about, I want to say about like 11 years ago. Yeah, 11 years ago. And I was gifted a new set in 2012. When I moved to Maryland. And I've been doing this work for a while. And in my mind, I thought, fuck, you're supposed to be so much further than this. But it's a lot of things on this journey that you have to teach yourself. And like I said, I only say things from experience. Especially with it happening over and over and over again. Until you really realize that that is the problem. And I can say that from experience. I've been taught so many lessons so many times because I didn't get the lesson the first time. Excuse me. And I thought that I was healed from it. And the actuality is that I was not. (laughs) I wasn't even on the brink of healing. I just started identifying a problem. like, And a lot of the times, yes, people... Outside of yourself is the problem. But sometimes you got to go within yourself. Because in a lot of my situations, I've been the problem. Ooh, that sounds so toxic. This is a judgment-free zone, by the way. But I have been the problem. My communication was poor. I have coping mechanisms in which if you say the wrong thing to me and it brings back triggers I am shutting down and I'm not speaking okay and that is so childish but that was my coping mechanisms I have so many coping mechanisms and at one point in my healing 
I was always the victim. But it was not more so me being the victim, but me fleeing from things I've started. So I just want to encourage you on this healing journey steadfast, okay? You are not alone on this journey. It's so many people outside in the world going through healing right now. Especially with this pandemic, this pandemic has given us nothing but time, space, and opportunity to deal with ourselves. And that's facts. And it also gave us time, space, and opportunity to pinpoint and fix, you know, some challenges we all deal with. And that's that's healing. That's what it is. It is what it is. Now, y'all know that little saying I say in the beginning of my podcast, and it says, what we think we create, what we feel we attract, what we imagine we become. Baby, that's manifestation. Let me introduce you, (laughs) okay? And I've noticed that with manifestation... When you are aligned with your true self, manifestation happens for you very quickly. And once again, I am speaking on experience. Let me tell you, like, so last week, I seen a post that the hood healer put up, right? Now, me and my homegirl, she is so bright and light and loving, like, I love you, K-Bay, for real. And me and her, we are lovers of the hood healer, okay? We we appreciate how spiritual and flesh can intertwine in one being. So, the hood healer put up a post, and I literally, literally thought about her. I'm like, damn, I wonder if Casey knows. Do you know that she hit me up? The minute after I saw it. Why? Because we are aligned. We're, I, I don't, I'm on my path. She's on her path. So I thought about her. She thought about me. She hit me up. Okay? It's been times I had zero dollars trying to figure out how I was going to eat. Okay? And boom. I go outside, find $300. Or my mother zells me something. Or, you know, like, my kid's father blessed me with something. So, manifestation is really yours for the taking. Like, as long as you are aligned with who you are to be, you can manifest anything. I've manifested so many things, and I fumbled all these manifestations at one point. You understand? So, in my mind, I know that I can align myself to get these things back. For example, I'll use my house. Like, I was so excited to purchase my home in 2017 while I was pregnant with my daughter. And then... I stopped being grateful for it. I stopped cleaning up. You get what I'm saying? I stopped doing laundry. 
I started hoarding. I stopped really appreciating the house that I was given, right? And what happens? Within a couple of months of me buying my house, the city comes, demos a house next door to mine. They don't brace my house. They, do, they don't do anything for my house, okay? So my house gets damaged. I'm not living in my house, and the house still belongs to me. So understand that I manifested that house. I didn't take care of my manifestation. And just as quickly as it's given to you, it can be taken away because you're not appreciative. You're not grateful, okay? So I've noticed that in my times of manifestation, high manifestation, I am expressing gratitude nonstop for the smallest of things. I even, you know, I'm, I'm mindful of things. And I don't operate in my highest level of mindfulness, no. But I'm very mindful of things. And when I express mindfulness and gratitude to things as simple as me sitting here, being able to record and speak to people in the world and burn sage, you get what I'm saying? That's me being mindful. I'm taking into account that I can hear myself speak to other people. I'm smelling and seeing the sage burn, okay? I have the mug on my leg, making my leg a little warm because I'm drinking tea. Tea to help my throat, in which I put some herbs together because I wasn't feeling well. So th- that's gratitude, okay? Because some people don't have herbs. Some people don't have sage to burn. Some people can't even speak. So you have to be grateful for the smallest of things to manifest. And you also have to believe that the things you are manifesting belongs to you. Like, I believed I was a homeowner before I even got the keys. I knew I I had a home, okay? I knew that I was worthy of that home. And then when I got the home, I'm like, damn, how am I going to pay this? I want to do this. I want to do that. Rather than saying, God will make a way. Okay? So now I'm at this stage where I wrote down and expressed the gratitude for my house. Because my house will get fixed. And I won't be using my own money. And if I have to use my own money, I will be reimbursed for every dollar I put into my home by the city of Baltimore. You see, that was said with so much confidence. You know why? Because I believe it. I believe that wholeheartedly. Okay? And when you manifest things, you have to believe it first. You can't ask the universe for something that you don't even believe in. So before I closed on my home, I was saying thank you for that house. Okay? Even recently, I had this bright idea to move to New York. I had um, looked at some apartments. Okay? I had one definite apartment. Something about it didn't feel good. My spirit turned me away. No way. Now, spirit is going to tell you no. 
My intuition told me absolutely not. You're walking into something you're not even. This is not you. Okay? So my spirit said no. I declined on the 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 thing, the the proposition, okay? And that left me with nowhere to go at all. My best friend, who is so kind, Nia, she is the kindest human I have ever, ever, ever encountered in my whole entire life. We've been friends for 20 plus years. She's like, you know what? Come stay with me. I was literally asking her, I think I asked her like a couple months prior, like, let let me um let me be your tenant. I was joking, but uh, deep down in that joke, I was a bit serious. And she's like, no, right? She said no, straight up. So I'm like, all right, I respect it. Like, I have no choice. And then I realized that I wasn't ready to intrude in her space. And that's why she said no. Because I was in a place where, wow, I'm I'm about to, you know, I, I'm I was gonna get comfortable, and you can't be comfortable in somebody else's space. You have to be proactive. You need to be up and doing what you need to do. So, in my comfort, that's when I stopped manifesting. I stopped expressing gratitude because I'm comfortable. You get what I'm saying? And when she did allow me into her space it was under circumstances in which I had nowhere else to go all right so I was waking up every single day so thankful so blessed that I could even sit in her space I could wake up and go brush my teeth and take a shower some people can't do that You understand? And everything I've manifested came from me being grateful. Me expressing constant gratitude to people, to things. You will walk outside and probably see me hugging a tree. Why? Because I'm so grateful that that tree is providing oxygen. Okay? I am so grateful. And at times, yes, you get overwhelmed. You get anxious. You are, you know, dealing with the challenge of depression and things like that. But don't forget to be thankful. You dealt with depression because that is what's teaching you to, to you know, feel. So when I dealt with depression, I dealt with postpartum depression really bad. And at that point, I was waking up thanking myself for being alive. I was thanking myself for not wanting to slip my wrist today. You know? So these are the smallest expressions of gratitude will take you a long, long way. So, now that I've talked your ear off and I looked at the time and it's 11-11, okay? I'm not even about to play with y'all with these numbers because I've seen 11-11 twice. Stop playing. Cheers to that. But I do want to um, exit with saying some affirmations. And you can steal them. I don't mind. 
take them. Take them for yourself, okay? Because more than likely, I borrowed them from someone else as well. Um, and I also come up with my own affirmations. So, I say so a lot. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> We're going to start with our affirmations. My first affirmation Excuse me. I want to thank Queen Poe, the Queen Poe. She is so lit. But my first affirmation is I am well. It sounds so general, but wellness wellness applies to everything. Okay? So I thank her because that is not mine. I absolutely borrowed it from her and I say it every day and it makes me feel well okay so my first affirmation I am well I am willing you have to be willing I am disciplined I am understanding and being understood I am healing as well as being a healer. I am watching what I say. I speak blessings unto myself and others. I operate out of wholeheartedness. I am a business owner. I am wealthy. I am healthy. I am strong. I am brilliant. I am beautiful. I am of substance. I am peace. I am prosperous. I am abundantly blessed. I am abundantly well-rounded. I am perseverance. I am love. I am a God. And those are things I say day to day to bring my spirits up. So I thank y'all for listening. This was my take on healing and manifestation. Both of those begin with gratitude. And I want y'all to express some gratitude this week. And thank y'all for listening once again. I'll be back soon.